Welcome to Get in the Ring with DJD Coops and Beast Mike on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Kooks and Beast Mike. It is a quite the situation that we're all still unfortunately dealing with. But there's good news and bad news this weekend. The good news is WrestleMania starts tomorrow. The bad news unfortunately, is Unfortunately, it's WrestleMania. WrestleMania starts tomorrow. Not the same flow. Uh, she just doesn't have the same energy, just doesn't have the same vibe to it, doesn't have the same kind of style to it. I'm perfectly fine. I think it would have been the right move to have a WrestleMania go two nights. Unfortunately, this is... No, they should have downscaled it, honestly, in my opinion. They should have had just six matches, just done their top six matches, and said, fuck all the rest. What six are you taking? Uh, I'm just going to take the three women's matches. Okay. Edge Orton and the two world title matches. Those are probably... Your six hottest. I would agree. I agree with most of them. I would take... I wouldn't take the SmackDown one, even though they... Even though Bailey is worthy of defending her title because she's had a good run. I would take it. I'm not, would, I'm not doing Tina in the feed. I'm not hearing that. I'm not would, hearing no, that. Yeah, the other match I would take is Taker Styles. That's the that's the other match I would have taken. And and honestly, the the one that I feel the least confident in is Goldberg and whatever happens with his match. That would be the one of the other ones that we I, we agree on taking. I'd have the least confidence in because it's, I don't know how quickly they're going to throw it. But it's freaking Goldberg. You can't leave him off the show. So Right. So, so here from the Wrestling Observer. The most unique WrestleMania history airs in two nights in front of no fans at the WWE Performance Center, a show that was actually taped on 325 and 326. Mm-hmm. At press time, which matches are on what show have not been determined, and while Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler and Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins have had interviews talking about being on the first night, we are told that everything was to be edited and all decisions were to be made. Mm-hmm. I am not sure what the purpose of doing the show is now. They're giving up $15 million to $17 million when it comes to ticket sales and merchandise sales. Mm-hmm. Because of the time frame, they, the increase of network subscription, the biggest value of the show, 
won't be there anymore near the level it has been in the past year. So they're basically giving giving up the WrestleMania bump, which means the year-over-year network subscription will be even worse than projected. And the atmosphere of crowning new champions won't be there, the ta- mm-hmm. while the talent will try their hardest. It hardest. It won't have the same vibe. It would be as very. It will be very difficult to have a good show on the first night, and even harder on the second night. It was hard enough for New Japan on the second night of the Tokyo Dome show with the best sound in the world and 30,000 fans in attendance. To try the same with a far lesser level of talent and no fans with a limited production due to limits of people in the building seems almost impossible. That being said, with what they're doing with the two shows under the circumstances and almost being taped... Allowing for production and editing is far severe to one night live and almost and with no fans seven hours. The theme of the business right now is do what to do the best under the circumstances. I can commend them for trying. I'm not going to commend them for trying. I I think it's fucking ridiculous. I don't know. I just don't know how successful they're going to be. And I can agree. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Should they probably shut it down? Sure. And just build it up for SummerSlam? No, I agree they should shut it. I can live with that. But since since they're going to go all in and just go for it, they're going to try. I just don't know how successful they'll be. In a perfect world, I think think it would have been for the best to build everything up for SummerSlam and just just keep it moving uh, and just keep it moving for that. And I guess do I don't know do clip shows or something for three months. I mean they got the. I I don't know. But I don't know if that's going to even be an answer. So that would have been really hard. So So I guess they took the lesser two evils. I guess. Given that one would expect a feel good show with lots of baby faces going over and title changes, even if you can't deliver on atmosphere, you you can can on endings on stories and stories. Which I, I think that would be the smart play. Not every title should change hands, but I think a lot of them should. I think that would be the smart play. Is have a bunch of title changes because you build suspense for what happens afterwards. I think that would be smart. Um, perhaps holding this off until July, August, or September would mean less than a full stadium, but thirty-five or forty thousand instead of fifty-five, sixty thousand and. Is multiple times better than zero in every aspect. Of course, there is no definitive date of when the show could happen. But while they could join the rest of the world, as opposed to being stubborn and thinking timetables can't change even in a pandemic, I agree with that a hundred and fucking ten percent. Ironically, <laughs> the criticism of them doing the show is greed, and it's the exact opposite. Unless. It's greed for them showing the power uh, over its outside influences. Showing its greed over the outside influences because greed uh, 
Oh, is that the influence? Because greed usually associates for money, obviously from a strict money standpoint. This was the worst decision. This was the worst decision possible. The the theory here is with less competition and no sports, that more people will watch it probably is the case. But yeah. with wrestling viewing being down, not up, even with more people home, but the idea that if it was a free show, not a paid show. From a fan enjoyment standpoint, it was a bad decision as well. About the only explanation for it, it was stubbornness and an attempt to prove that they can overcome the real world and tell some stories on future documentaries about how bold they were and how they put smiles on people's faces uh, and how the world needed to be charity, cheered up. Well, that's clearly and that's, that's, that's how I feel why they're doing it. And it's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. They shouldn't be doing this. I feel that strongly about it. I, I don't think they should be fucking putting their talent at risk. Because okay. Vince McMahon has a bigger dick than everybody else and thinks... And thinks everyone should be grateful because Vince is actually doing something different. That Vince is actually has the guts to no. the no, no, here do something. It's stubbornness. It is absolute yeah. stubbornness. It's, it's not. It's not guts. It's not guts. It's not bravado. Guts isn't the right word. No, it's bravado. It's bravado and arrogance. It's definitely bravado because. Vince has pulled stuff like this before. Obviously, the 9-11 thing, where they were the first public assembly since. They, they've done these types of things before, but it's never been like this, of being the only show, basically the only game in town. Literally, the only game in town. And, and you want to know what Raw's rating was this week? They had people hopping off the ship. It was in the toilet. It was 1.9 million viewers. Yeah. It was below 2 million viewers, you dipshit. This is, yeah, it, it's not it's not good. I mean, they've probably taken a beat. Everything's taken a beating since the stay-at-home orders have been made. That's not an excuse. It's not it's, an excuse, it's not though. Be, and it's not, no. And it's simply not, it's, it's still not going to, apparently not going to stop him because he's just stubborn. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure you've read the whole thing. Like, like it, he's the only reason why this is even going, uh, which is not a shock to anybody. It's, but it's but it, the it, fact it, that he had Roman Reigns having to make the decision at the last fucking minute to say, "Nah, man, that's bad." That whole company should have fucking struck and said, "No, we're not yeah. working this." Because DJ. On your company, and you're not gonna, and you're not going to, they're gonna go on. Put us at rest. Show. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty. That is, that I'm shocked they didn't shut it down at that point. I really am shocked that they, they kept it going. They're even gonna keep it going now. After Roman said what he did, the, did what he did. That's I, the I, I would have thought. I would have thought the whole whole roster would have said, "No, we're not doing this." Because that would have made a statement to the whole company that would have been poetic. That would have been something. 
That really was It would have been a statement to Vince more than anyone. I'm not sure anyone else, like any of the higher ups, really would have wanted to go through this with this, except for Vince. So he basically drags everyone in kicking and screaming. So I think that's I think that's the way that this happened. I think he basically he may have been he may have been on an island, but it's his island. So I think there lies the problem here. Right, right. So. So Reigns confirmed it three days later. So, the so you saw the even like put the like the graphic of the Goldberg and Reigns even on Raw, which yeah, that's fucking bullshit. That's stupid. That's yeah, fucking false advertising. That's stupid. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Everyone on the internet knows. Everyone, yeah, everyone who paid atten- any sort of attention to, to the web understands and knows what's happening and agrees with Reigns. I 100% agree with Reigns, considering his leukemia. I 100% agree with Roman Reigns. And he's got a compromised immune system. Completely understand Roman's decision. But the no, you're going to advertise Roman Reigns? Are you fucking kidding me? You didn't see I'm this? fucking... This is fucking... You didn't see, so you're gonna show... you didn't see this. Yeah, like towards the end of the No, day, no, I did see it. And I'm getting more fired up about it. Yeah, right before the go home uh, segment with Heyman, which is a good promo by Heyman and Lesnar. But uh, but yeah, no, they told that's that's what they did. And, that, and the, here's the other here's the kicker about this: they did nothing about Reigns. But then you notice Andrade's situation, right? Andrade was immediately got replaced by Austin Theory. They wasted no time in putting Austin Theory in the tag the tag title match to Street Profits, as opposed to Andrade. I think Theory's a little too right. Theory's ready for that life. But that's kind of that's a double standard, ain't it? That, that's a that's a real double standard. I think I think they they kind of mishandled that. Or at least Roman, at least replace Roman. I understand them replacing Andrade. Fine, cool. But I think they they really mishandled the um, the Roman part of this. If anything, have Roman get laid out in the back, or have like Roman like like out like down in the back with like the trainers or whatever, kind of tending to him. And then Strowman appearing like to, to confront Goldberg in the ring or something. At least give yourself time to set it up. If this is the route you're gonna go, but yeah, they, they mishandled this badly. And maybe they'll do it at WrestleMania, maybe. But even then, it's just mishandled very, very badly. This, this whole, right. The, the, this whole Roman and Goldberg thing is mishandled horribly. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, this is gonna happen. And honestly, of the of the titles that are going, to, whether we like it or not, this is going to go down. Of uh, the titles that probably should change hands, I think Becky, Goldberg. These are people I think who should lose their titles. Becky, Goldberg, um, Sammy. Even though I like Sammy as IC champion, I think Daniel Bryan winning would be fine. I think Rhea should retain. I think Lesnar should lose. I think Miz and Morrison should retain. I think Bailey should retain. Oh, we haven't got to that part yet. Oh, fuck. Miz is sick. Miz is sick. Yeah. Miz is not allowed to perform. Mysterio is not allowed to perform. Which which ties their hands up even more. In a normal circumstance, that would have been one of the matches I would have been looking forward to the most. The Trouble Third Ladder. But then they even ran a promo earlier tonight uh, with with all three teams. And then Miz and Morris is standing at the end. 
So yeah, they if, if they're gonna lose the titles, it probably should be the Usos taking them. But it's yeah, they 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 tie their hands up there too. So I, that's probably I think what should happen of all the titles that retain. Um, I would have to think Owens wins his match. I'd have to think that Otis gets revenge. I'd have to think. Yeah, knowing that Miz is sick, probably <laughs> in the tag titles. So here's how Melter waited out. Um, so Paul Levesque did an interview with Ariel Hawani and said that Rob Gronkowski did things that people will be surprised to see him do, and obviously he'll be a key to the show mm-hmm. and to get a Sports Center moment. He also said there were many things that take place and will change how they do business going forward. So this is the 16 matches at this point. At press time, there were plans for the matches from this list to be on the pre-show and no new matches being added. That was also all subject to change over the next 48 hours. Everything was taped, but the idea was after, after things were taped based on how the bouts played out editing, time of matches, etc. Decisions would be made on what night and what spot of the show each match would take place at. Mm-hmm. If it's not the day first day of taping was day one or Raw's day one or SmackDown's day two, etc. Four one, four two. You know right. what I mean. Right, right, I get you, I get you. It's not it's not so centric. It's not in order of what match happened. They're going to probably, I would imagine, try to do everything they can to make sure both shows last about four hours apiece. Yes. So this is the show update. Brock Lesnar drew a McIntyre for the WWE Championship. In the Paul Heyman's in Paul Heyman's go-home promo, he guaranteed that one year from now, the go-home, WrestleMania, go-home show for WrestleMania Lesnar will be champion. He did not guarantee he would meet, beat McIntyre. On a show where you expect faces to go over, McIntyre could win the title. My thought is that it doesn't matter who is the champion when nothing's going on. If the idea is that for the there to be a title change, it's ready to do it in three months. I think it's better than Three months and kicking off the rebranding of the company rather than have a win and have it mean nothing with nothing with nothing going on and have it develop any momentum for months. Whether the idea was before I do a title retention with a finish to build a return and then change the title when the probably time returns takes place, which I don't expect that to happen, according to Dave. So he expects McIntyre to win, but he He expects... But he would he, he would probably let them retain and then McIntyre win it later. Yes. I can agree with that. I can I can totally live with that. I I, I can completely understand why. You want to give McIntyre really like on the first show they have back with fans in the building, that would be the time for McIntyre to win. I think that I, I understand that theory. I think McIntyre would win anyway. And they'll they'll try to go not business as usual, but just business. But I can completely understand Melcher's thought of have Lesnar retain, hold on to the title until everything is back to somewhat normal, and then McIntyre win the title on the first night back. I can understand that thinking. 
Bill Goldberg versus Braun Strowman for the Universal title. Goldberg was never supposed to be a champion. It's easy to have Strowman beat him since rule of thumb here was with a major replacement is you'd put the guy over. Plus, he's a regular and it would be a big win for him. A part of me said Reigns was the idea and it was better for Reigns at the stage to beat Goldberg. And it, that's the wrong term for play. But it has to be safe for Reigns to work. Given that WWE will start back as soon as there is a place that will allow them to return. Which may as well be at the risk level for him. Isn't significant. So many places in play in this way are at, in in this puzzle. Reigns isn't be Reigns, but Reigns beating Strowman for the title may may feel some may feels like something that would be flat. Goldberg's far too expensive to use too often, so the argument for Strowman winning is good too. Over and over, Vivek talked about the show for putting smiles on people's faces with no fans. There's no way of knowing. What result on phases of the past? A title change is more significant, and today you people usually cheer on for the happening big title switch, even if the champion is usually popular. Keep this match also keep this match short. Needs to be short and sweet. I think Goldberg should lose the title either way, and I'm perfectly cool with Strowman being champion until Roman gets back. Have, Strom- have Strowman kind of go through and bulldoze people like he did in 2017, and Roman would be the guy to stop him. I mean, that would be the simple, that's the, I think, the most efficient way to do this. But Strowman, I think, absolutely should be Goldberg and and Goldberg's reign as champion. Edge versus Randy Orton, nice man standing. This has been the best belt of any match on the show. Edge should Moving win, on. and it's a shame this will take place with no crowd. Yes, this match would have That's all he's had to say. This would easily have gotten the most attention and easily have been, I think, the best match of the entire of either. Company. I think their promos have been okay, but mm. I I just think the prom all the promos, not just okay. Edge and Randy Orton, just all the promos have been bad. Just because it, it looks like junior high theater when you're auditioning for a role in the musical. I will say all the promos would have been much. They were all catered to an audience. It's just no audience. I think that's a. Yeah, yeah, they're all catered to an audience, and audience. when you don't have an audience, it sucks. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have that same emotional connection that they would have. But remember, <laughs> like, like when, when Randy RKO Beth, that that promo had emotional connection and an emotional hook that everybody could get. Why did you change how your promos are structured then? But the problem, yeah, and the, they never. You can can't. change how your promos are fucking structured. WWE does not know how to fucking adapt. They did not adapt, which is ironic considering Triple H's slogan in Evolution: "You either adapt or you perish." They did not adapt, and I can understand that. Like you're thinking, like the promos are tame. But, like the wording was pretty solid. I like, I like, I like Edge. No, I, I, no, no. I, I'm not saying they're tame. I'm saying the formatting of the promo sucks. Yeah, the, for, the formatting, yeah, the formatting, yes. Like, like the. I'm not saying the content suck. Yeah, the content. I'm saying 
I'm saying this is Master Thespian auditioning for a high school, middle school play. You know. It's dumb. But I do agree. Ultimately, I think Ed should win. And to get back on topic, I think Ed should win. I don't think this will hurt Orton whatsoever. But I think it's a perfect way to, to win. To let Edge win, maybe Orton get the last laugh. I, I maybe have Orton sit on his head and then keep Edge away until crowds are back in. Or like, you could have Edge with another big draw, which to me, the next biggest draw would either be AJ or Seth. Would be the next the next big move that for Edge to have. Undertaker, AJ Styles. This is a boneyard match. Undertaker made reference to Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson being there and a holy trinity on his side. This match appears to be taped on location. Mm-hmm. I have to think part of this deal is going to be Kane. I, I have to yeah. think so. Uh, this screams Brothers of Destruction versus OC perfectly fine. I can live with Taker winning it. I, I'm not really... I don't think a loss would hurt either of these guys, honestly. Is the, is the, I don't the, care. But I, I think Taker probably ends up winning the match. Ugh. You know where I'm going next. <laughs> Fiend and Cena. Yes, this in the not- Firefly Funhouse match. Which so this is another location match. This seems, it seems like the House of Horrors match that he had with Randy. With a Funhouse not- match. With a Funhouse set. This is going to be fun bad. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, yeah. It might be that bad movie that you actually go back and watch again. Um, the situation. This is going to be full of psychology. Wyatt should win this one since there's no real need for Cena to win. Absolutely he should. And I think, and like I, what I, told, I told you three weeks ago, this is all or nothing for Bray Wyatt. If Bray wins, I think Bray will get put back on. I think, I think, I think Bray's momentum will continue. If Bray loses, I, I don't think Bray can recover from this. And I think you'd finally get your wish of Bray basically being dead and gone in terms of relevancy. I think that that's this is what to me is all or nothing for Bray. Bray's gonna have to win because again, yeah, there's nothing for Cena to do here. Cena could go away and Cena's Teflon. This doesn't affect John whatsoever in terms of John's future because we we know he's going to he's a first ballot Hall of Famer when when he decides to hang it up. So it's no it's no other way to say this. Bray has to win the match. All right. Becky Lynch was Shayna. Winch held the title for a year, so mm-hmm. the time was right for a change to build the returns. Exactly. I think this is perfectly fine if Shayna wins. Uh, I think that they built this pretty well, which it looks like Shayna's going to win. Becky's formed her legacy perfectly fine as Raw Women's Champion for the last year. She crushed all challengers. She she's taken she's done really well as champion. Obviously, she's become mainstream. I think it's perfectly fine. For Shayna to win the title and Becky to pass the torch. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. I think Rhea. I think Rhea should win. I really do think Rhea should keep the title. Um, I, I think it's perfectly fine uh, if Rhea gets her biggest win. I think Charlotte's done a really good job of kind of egging her on and, and kind of getting the drop on her a couple of times, a couple of altercations. I think Charlotte's played a really good heel. I think it's been perfectly cool. But ultimately, I think Rhea's momentum should continue, and Rhea should win the match. So I'm going to go Rhea. Kevin Owens, Steph Rollins should be a good ma- match. It doesn't really matter who wins. 
I think it should be Owens. I think he, Rollins has had a, a whole lot of WrestleMania moments. This will be Owens' first. I think Owens should have his first signature win on a WrestleMania stage. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Lacey Evans, Naomi, Tamina. They had a triple threat between uh, Tamina, Lacey, and Naomi earlier tonight. It was uh, Tamina getting the pin on Naomi. They've really built Tamina back as their dominant self uh, since she's been back. Ultimately, I think Bailey should retain. I think Bailey should pin Sasha as the last bit of the match. So I'm gonna have Bailey. I have Bailey retaining, and they build Bailey versus Sasha at SummerSlam. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel should win the title, and I'd be perfectly cool if he did. I think they're gonna put on a really good match, Sami and Daniel. They they seem to to do really good work against each other. So I think Daniel should win the match, and hopefully we get a Daniel Shinsuke situation going forward. But that's the route I would go. Street Profits versus Angel Gaza and Austin Theory. Four men making WrestleMania debuts. I think Austin Theory is a little too green for this life, especially since he's kind of been thrown into this deal since Andrade's uh, situation or injury. I think Street Profits need to retain. I think they, they their tight title run should just be getting started. They're very entertaining together, uh, Dawkins and Montez Ford. But I think the Street Profits should retain their titles. I'm going to go with Street Profits. So, it's John Morrison versus Kobe Kingston versus one of the Usos. So, they're going to split. Okay. And then they're going to have whichever man wins the ladder match, that team wins the title. More. Yeah. I think it was yeah, so he... My original thought would be if this were everybody in, all six men in, I would have gone with Miz and Morrison. You think the Usos should win? Now that the. Because Miz and Morrison. Hello, Mike? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Now, I went to a different room. Now that Mr. Morrison can't defend the titles. I'm sorry. This is hurt. Technical difficulty. Now that Mr. Morrison are hurt, uh, now that Mrs. Is, is, uh, is sick and can't really defend the titles, I think it's going to have to be the Usos. So I, I would go with the Usos. Everyone fully helped Morrison. But I'm going to go with Usos. <laughs> Yeah, and a ladder match with no fans, that's going to be strange as fuck. That's going to that's gonna suck. I thought the match was, was going to be really good. The, the, in a normal circumstance, the match would have been really, really good. But since Miz is apparently, since Miz is apparently sick and probably unable to go, I'm going to go with one of the Usos to win the titles. Asuka and Kyrie Sane versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. I think it's time for uh, Alexa and Nikki to win back the titles. Uh, I think it's it's been kind of weird seeing only Asuka and not Kyrie Sane with her uh, over the last few weeks. While Alexa and Nikki have both been around and both have been in matches with Asuka recently. I think it's time for Alexa and Nikki to win the titles back. So I'm going to go with Alexa and Nikki to be the first ever two-time women's tag champions. Otis Dolph. I think Otis gets a signature win. Whether he gets Mandy, I don't know, but at least he gets a signature win. I think Otis gets revenge. Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley. This match could actually be interesting because of the two guys, because Alistair and Bobby use so much physicality in their matches. I think Alistair gets his first landmark win uh, on the main roster. And then Elias King Corbin. 
Did you see the um? Did you see that somebody dubbed the uh, the Mufasa and Simba, uh, the Mufasa and Scar Lion King scene, where where Scar kills Mufasa uh, to to Elias uh, falling off the the scalp the balcony? No, I didn't. Yeah, somebody somebody dubbed it on Twitter like five minutes after it happened. Um, logically, Elias wins because Gron- Gronkowski is going to do something to embarrass Corbin. That, that's kind of how this works, right? The celebrity, the, the host mm-hmm. of WrestleMania, or in this case, Gronkowski, for the second time in four years, well, is, is going to do something to uh, impact the match and kind of have his stamp on situations. I have to think as to what's going to happen here where Gronkowski screws Corbin out of the match. Whether Corbin goes on a gender run immediately thereafter, we'll see. But I do think that would actually be interesting now that I think about it. But, uh... I do, I do think Elias wins the match. Um, so, so, um, it's going to be on WWE Network. Mm-hmm. You can get both nights on Fight.tv mm-hmm. and FoxSports.com. Yep, a myriad of ways to. And this will be the first time, and I think it's a good move that they're not doing the battle royals. They just don't, they just don't have the people to, to do the, uh, the both either battle royal for the men or the women. So it's probably a smart decision. Uh, Social distancing as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that would be that would be a bad look to have social distancing as a thing in this to have the battle royals in this circumstance. That'd be a horrible look to have either battle royal here. So, yeah. So. So. Thirty-six. At least the preview of it, anyway. Yes, the preview of WrestleMania thirty-six. It's going to be a dandy. This is. It, it, let's hope the matches turn out good or turned out okay, since obviously they they, they happened. But uh, um, we're both there. Well, you're you're clearly dumping all over it, and I'm very concerned. I I have to dump on what I've seen so far. I don't fault you for it. This is not the same energy or momentum that, that you've heard in previous years. I don't I don't fault you for it. I don't, I don't fault you for being incredibly cynical about this WrestleMania. I don't, I, I understand. But let's take I'm it back. Very... Yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, let's I, take it back to some. Let's take it to some good are, good empty arena wrestling. Go to Ozaki. I'd take it to some good empty arena wrestling. To some um, 32920. So, this is recent. This literally happened this week, is what, is what D. Coots is saying here. Yes! Yes! This literally so, happened this week. So, Noah ran a show at Kurrigan Hall with no fans. And. I haven't seen this match yet, so and neither has Beast Mike, so Nope. And I've heard a lot about this match, a lot of polarizing opinions. Mm-hmm. Some say this is a match of the year contender, some say it's totally blue. Some's in between. So let's see where did you click on the link? Um let's see. Is there a link to click on? Oh, here we go. In- yeah, okay, I, I got it, I got it. Mm, nope, it's an hour-long match. I'm concerned that it's an hour-long match in an empty arena. 
Okay, here we go. Yeah, I think I got the right flow now. Yeah, that, that, that's interesting. That's gonna that's be gonna be interesting. Yeah, like how do they keep this going for an hour? Now, were there any? Is this like a normal rules match, or there's, there's no rules because there's no build? No, there's no rules. I know somebody gets thrown off a balcony here. Oh, we're, I oh, know we're, that. Oh, we got New Jack flows with it. Oh, by the way, if you haven't, if y'all haven't seen New Jack's um Dark Side of the Ring thing, it is. Wild. Oh, it's fucking brutal. It is absolutely wild. All right, so yeah, so I'm I'm here now. We're I'm in the I'm in the ready. Four, three, two, one, go. Kazuyuki Fujii used to be an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. And let's get it. All right, so let's there's a lot of photographers here. So I mean, there are some. Sure. Both fighters are. Kind of keeping their, their, their the social distancing. Fujita's the bald. Are Fujita's the bald guy? Fujita's bald. Okay. Neither has not moved. Fujita looks intimidating. Shirazaki is the uh, is the guy with the hair. Guy with the hair. That's how we can tell these two apart. This is for the GHC Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Looks like some young boys. Which, yeah. I imagine young boys in attendance right there. Yes. Shirazaki, as he took a little bit of some steps towards the uh, towards his opponent. He's in the middle of the ring. Promising Noah, by the way, is the promo the promotion that's doing this. There are a lot of photographers. There's a dude at the stage. There's there's a bunch of dudes on the near side of the ring. And the young boys, obviously, on the other. Uh, sides here. And neither man has done anything yet. The ref is in the far corner. These guys haven't moved. They have not moved. Hopefully so, uh, so, so some of the guys he has fought this Kazuyuki Fujita. Mark Coleman, he lost okay. to. He beat Ken Shamrock. Nice. He beat Gilberti Avell. He beat Yoshihiro Takayama. Lost to Mirka Krokop via TKO, Dr. Stoppage. Lost to, lost to Mark Coleman via Corner Stoppage. Lost to Mirka Krokop twice. Um... The second loss was via decision unanimous. Okay. Tadato Yashuda, he beat Tadato Yashuda. He beat Minabu Nakanishi. Yes, that Minabu Nakanishi okay. in an MMA fight. <laughs> TKO punches. Nice. Bob Sapp. He beat Bob Sapp. Okay. Um... Um, he lost to Fedor. Okay. He lost to Vanderlei. Vanderlei Silva. Mm-hmm. Lost to Alistair or Verlaine. He's overall 18 and 14. Hmm. In his MMA and, and while, career. While you said all of that, Vegeta took exactly zero steps. 
Yeah, he's intimidating as fuck. <laughs> so the social distancing is very, very real right now. He did crack a smile. Yeah, though, yeah this, is, this, is, this is the first 10 minutes of this match. I, I, I legit, legit, no, this what, stare down. No wonder they took an hour. Part of this is the social distancing. As you can actually see, you can notice around the ring, uh, some of the camera people, you can notice they actually got the uh, the masks on um, around the ring. Yeah, you see the, the camera dude uh, behind the ref. You, you see he's got the mask over his nose and face, for example. We're not going to watch a 27-minute stare down. <laughs> Even though that's fucking intense. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like one guy is waiting for the other to do something. That's literally what's Dude! Dude! That's legitimately what's going on right now. Dude! Dude, we can commentate on this. Do you want to wait 27 minutes? It's sort of like peaking in a crescendo almost. It's kind of got that flow to it. No, what? This works for Empty Arena almost. It kind of does. It kind of sets the scene. It sets the scene pretty good, you know. They could never pull this off in an, in an arena full of fans, but it it's, it sets the scene. No. And the camera cuts are perfect too. Yeah, because you're getting the facial expressions. You're getting the facial expressions and the kind of the emotions of, of both of both wrestlers. And like whether like Fujita's expression changes at all. Like so there you go. Like now, now like Fujita, you can tell he's not looking at the five minute call. Yeah, you you can tell like it's yeah it, it's a different vibe to it. Did you did you finally go back and watch the uh, the, the Chris Benoit uh, Dark Side? Yes, I did. Okay, uh, you, we, we got we got time for you to share your opinions. So now that I can. Uh, oh, we we have a twenty seven minute stare down, so. <laughs> you, you got time, <laughs> time to share this. Let's, let's, all right, let's talk about it. This is freaking awesome. This is actually, <laughs> actually kind of wild. This is kind of awesome. <laughs> I'm just gonna get out of full screen and. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, this is actually pretty good. Gage match. Twenty-seven. I I just and I'm like, it's a stare down this long. I'm impressed that they they neither guy is legitimately moving and keeping exactly still, and neither is like smiling right now, or has, like is. Is chuckling hysterically as this is happening. Oh, other other news that happened this week in terms of wrestling. AEW with a TNT championship is now a thing. So AEW is finally doing a secondary championship. I think it's a really good decision. I wish it was it was an audience that would have been able to see it, but they're gonna do it until and have the tournament until uh, Double or Nothing pay per view, believe next month. I think it's when they're. Uh, that's going to the good crown new champion. So, he just blanked. He just blanked. <laughs> he did just blink. He just blanked. <laughs> he, yeah, just he, blanked. Blank. he just blanked. <laughs> that's funny. That's actually, that's actually funny. <laughs> Shizaki has the same. Go Shizaki. <laughs> oh. 
Got- the referee just wants them to fight. Yeah, the referee. The referees treat us like this is a normal situation. This ain't normal. Nothing about this is normal. Nothing about this is normal in the least. The ref is really looking forward to both these two these two dudes locking horns. But neither guy has budged. I spoiled it for myself, but at the same time, I'm glad I spoiled it for myself. Because initially, I would get frustrated by this, but now I see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting, it's a, it's a different level of psychology, I would say. Oh my god. It's a different level of psychology. This this is like next level psychology flow going on in this in this particular circumstance. Because I I hear you normally I'd be like this is really really boring, but I I like the psychology that's happening here. Because you're keeping it they're keeping it relevant with the times, and at the same time they're kind of building up to when they actually throw hands. So it, it, it's a it's a good psychological build. I'm I'm okay with this. <laughs> as, they're doing, as, they're doing the fun, as they're gonna close the show with the fun house. This is the go home uh, segment for before WrestleMania. They're gonna close it with the fun house stuff in Cena. Well, you know Cena's going to accept the challenge. We already knew that. But uh, I can't take my eyes off of this. (laughs) You know, and the other part about this, you almost can't because you want to see who's gonna throw the first punch. I didn't spoil myself on that. That's the that's I think that's the I think that's the other part to this. Like you you don't want to miss the first punch being thrown and then the, the response after said punch. I think that's that's what makes the other part of what makes this interesting. I can see why people found. I'm flinching either. Holy fuck! I I can see why people thought this was trash because literally nothing happens. I would guess for the first ten minutes. For thirty minutes. Yeah, I, I, you you can I can see why people would think this is trash, but I like the psychology here. You, in, for, for those who don't know, I'm a fan of psychological wrestling. I'm perfectly cool with the psychology that's involved in some of this stuff. So, this is interesting. And it's topical. And it, it's certainly a very topical thing to do at this, moment, at this time and, and place. So, I, I think it's right. a very interesting look. They're trying to bang the mat, trying to get these two to flinch. It's well, what, not what, working. What do they have a trash can for the Astros? Like, what's what's going on over there? Um, but yeah, it, it's yeah. They, 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 they may not they may not mention the, the Astros and uh, the Royal Rumble, but I'm gonna mention them here and put them on blast. But it, it, it's, it's totally like that. Meanwhile, these two dudes have not flinched. Like you, you get a little shoulder shrug from Fujita every yeah, now and yeah. then. Yes. And these wrestlers are astounded. Yeah, the, the dudes around the ring are just in so many pictures. There, there's so many pictures um, from the camera crew. You can see, yeah, again, like like I was saying before, there's so many. Uh, some of the camera people, uh, they have those those masks on. Um, as well, you can you can tell some of them around the ring. 
Not to be confused with the wrestler with his mask on there, the lower part of the screen. So, it, this is quite a scene. To say, to say the very least, this is quite a scene. The camera cutaways are pretty good. As they cut away to some of the wrestlers, they cut away to some of the photographers. The dude that was at the top of the stage is now no longer there. So, so things, things have changed. We are into this video. We are 11 minutes in, about 12 minutes in. Not a move. Fujita has not moved. Not a move. Fujita, no, she has not. She has not moved two steps. Yeah. Fujita has not budged. Dude is a statue. Oh, he just moved his legs a little bit. <laughs> he doesn't move to adjust. That was in leg stone. But it's not taking a true step towards his opponent. That, that is the key point of this. Well, I'm hoping dude doesn't fall asleep. That old, that, that, that grumpy ass dude. <laughs> that grumpy ass dude. That grumpy ass dude. Like, he looks legitimately like he's about to fall asleep. You see the, the younger uh, young boy right there. You can see one of the younger wrestlers right there with, with, with the beanie on. Yeah, this is, this is totally a thing right now. Referee's like, come the on. Ref, the ref is like, come on now. But neither, but neither guy's moving. There's some blinking going on. People are at least blinking. They're not, they're not zombies. But, but they, they have not moved. They have a blink. Fujita may be a zombie. He really had. I'm a little concerned. I'm, I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, Vegeta, that, that's concerning. He he has not budged not one inch. That's a bit of a concern. He's blanked. We are legitimately commentating on his stare down. This is actually true. Yeah, this is this is 2020. This is this is what our world has come to. We've seen some stuff in, in, in wrestling, but I don't think we've ever seen anything like this. And they're not like nose to nose either. No, like, this is there's a good six to seven feet between them. Good yeah, they are social distancing. They really are social distancing. I mean, assuming like a regular wrestling is ten by ten, this looks like it's a little shorter. They look like they're five or six feet between them. So yeah, it is legitimately social distancing. It's a real thing. I think it's perfectly cool that they're doing it this way. Both guys are continuously keeping. The He's head shrugging head. his shoulders. We are officially. We're close to 15 minutes in. As the closing, his presence known. There's the fiend. Fifteen minute call. Yeah, 
15 minutes in. Props to the ref for not moving either. That's the other part about this. The ref hasn't really moved either in this whole, in this whole situation. The, the ref's also playing his part pretty well here. Oh, so many pictures are being taken at ringside. So many pictures are being taken at the ringside. A little bit of a flinch, a little bit of a flinch there. Hey, move! Hey, they moved! Yeah, they moved, yeah. Vegeta actually moved. He's now walking to the opposite side of the ring of where he was, and then he's not. To stare! actually moved. Hey, we're not as concerned about Fujita anymore. No. Nope, he's, he's, got, he's got perfectly functioning legs and a perfectly functioning body, it seems. He's just choosing not to use it. Shizaki's keeping loose. <laughs> Very much so. Oh, my God. This is actually wild, dude. Dude, the only move that he made, Vegeta, was going from one side of the ring to the opposite, but made no advancements towards his opponent. He didn't make an advancement. Like, the anticipation's building. It very much is. The camera cutaways I was still very legit in this situation. Seems like he has the most serious look on his face. He really does. He's he's playing zero games right now. Vegeta just has the grumpiest. Saki kind of a I can see why this match is polarizing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people, some people don't like the psychology, and some people love it. So I, I can totally see it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like some people, I can love the psychology, and some people despise it. I, I'm in, I'm in the former group when it comes to psychology and wrestling. I, I enjoy it. If it's done properly, I completely enjoy it. This is this is I think properly done. I think it's it's really done pretty well in this situation. They're keeping it topical and they're building this up. They're building this up kind of. I don't know if this was planned, but they're building it up. It seems like organically. We're in front of a bunch of fans. Kiyosaki is like they're like moving at the right time. It's like. Fujita's like making the right eye movements, even. They're making subtle movements, yes. They're making subtle movements to kind of say, okay, let's, let's, let's keep it subtle, keep it subtle, and then eventually they'll throw hands, and then it's like, once they throw hands, it seems like it'll be a demolition derby. 
one would have to think. But yeah, you can you can tell how weird this is. So WrestleMania, I was kind of thinking of this. Well, we obviously got time before they throw hands. I was kind of thinking of this before. We have about ten minutes, yes. Yeah, I was thinking of this before the show. What if if you could only watch five WrestleMania matches? What are the five you're watching? I am watching Rock Austin. Which one? Seventeen. That's two. Rock Austin two. Um. Who? Five. <sighs> I even like it's, it's hard to pick five. So you can even go ten if you want to go ten. You, you even. Okay. Okay. Choosing ten is so many. Even even choosing ten is pretty challenging. But uh, but you can even go ten. Fred Austin, WrestleMania 13. Mm-hmm. Um, Taker Punk. Taker Punk from 29, okay. Um, trying to think. Brian Triple H. Brian Triple, all right, Dan Brian Triple H from 30, okay. Flair Michaels. The one, okay, the one they did earlier tonight, okay. Savage Steamboat. Savage Steamboat from three, cool. Brett Owen. Brett Owen, open up 10. That's six. Um, I'm trying to think of mid-years WrestleManias. Okay. Um, like 18. What was a great match at 18? The signature was Rock Hogan, but I'm not sure there was any. Rock Hogan, Rock Hogan, Rock Hogan, Rock Hogan, was, definitely. That was the signature match. Uh, Rock Hogan, definitely. Rock Hogan, definitely. I know they called the show with Triple H Jericho, but Rock Hogan was a signature. I know there's the Triple Thrive from WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. That's eight. That's eight. So now you got two more. WrestleMania 8 had two really good ones. Savage. What's WrestleMania 8? Um. It had two really good matches. Was that the one with Savage and Ultimate Warrior? Or was that a different? Am I thinking of a different one? You're thinking of a different one? Yeah, I'm thinking of a different one. But that that might have been. That's like, WrestleMania 7. That was 7, okay. Wait, yeah, well, what was it, like, the loser leaves town, or the loser's, like, loser's career ends? Loser career ends. That's a great match, but... That, that, was, that was a very good match. Hogan, Hogan Warrior. That was from six. I'm trying to think WrestleMania 8.
So you got nine. So you got one more left. You, you got one more left. Flair Savage. Flair Savage. Flair Savage. Oh, was that the one where, where Savage passed out to, to Flair and Flair won the title? Or, or I'm thinking of a different event. I know that was the ending of, of a match. I don't know if that was the ending of that one. Oh, no. Piper Hart. Piper Hart. Piper Hart. Piper Hart. Piper. Okay, Piper. Piper Brat. Okay, Piper Brat's your 10th. Okay. All right, so obviously the one that I've sworn by is Sean and Taker from 25. Oh, fuck! 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 Let me change one. Let me change one. Let me change one and do Sean and Taker. This is going to be another one you're going to want to change that you didn't mention. But but what what one are you going to take out, then? I'm going to take out Piper Brat. Okay. The other one, the other one you may want to change right, at, right after I mentioned it is the Iron Man match. No, no, oh, that that, that didn't age well. You're gonna keep that it, didn't right? age well for me. Mm, all right. It doesn't age well for me. I was thinking about it. Um, doesn't age well for me. Mm, okay. I've seen better Iron Man matches. We've seen better since. But I don't think I've seen better on a bigger stage. Like like we talked about it earlier this year, Omega Pac's Iron Man was excellent, and which was I think overall a better. I've seen match. better. I've seen better two out of three false matches. I, Okada Omega was an excellent two out of three falls. But I think like in terms of yeah, ninety minutes, ninety minutes, the endurance, everything. I, 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 you know. I get it. it I. I you know, Gargano Cole last year was an excellent two out of three falls, but the, the Iron Man for oh for Sean and Brett, the two best at the time on the best stage at the time on the best stage where neither could get Say, a fall. Saying that they were the two best at the time, two best American wrestlers at. Yeah, two best American wrestlers. That, that's yeah, I should probably preface that. But but yeah, like, yeah there yeah. there are four pillars of Japan that would say they were the best wrestlers in the world, and three right. Musketeers that would say that's they fair. were the best wrestlers. That, that's fair. In yeah, in Japan, I would say. Vegeta, Vegeta actually moved, by the way. He, he's actually towards the, the middle. Of the yeah, place. he actually moved. The, the, the key everyone updated. All right, so here, so here's my ten. I'm gonna yeah, obviously the Sean and Taker from twenty five. Sean and Brett from WrestleMania 12. I'm going to take TLC2 um, from, from, from 17. I'm going Ooh. to take... Yep, I'm going to take... Rock, I'm going to take Rock. I would kill. Hmm? I would kill for that. TL, yeah, TLC2 what did you... was, was amazing. But I was going for more work rate than destruction on mine. So... What were my 10? Um, the oldest I, one you I, said, the, old, the oldest one you said was, Sav, was, was Savage Steamboat from 3. That was the oldest. I, I, I'm not, I'm not taking Savage Steamboat off. You, you said Savage Steamboat, you said Owen and Brett, you said... I'm not taking Owen and Brett. I agree with you on Austin and Brett, I agree with you there. Um, that's yeah, I'm that's at. the greatest WWF match of all time, well, in I'm, that I'm era. Saying, I agree with you 100% on Austin and Brett. I'm, I'm rolling with that one. Because the double heel turn and everything that, that had happened, and it, it built, it was that's the match that really launched Austin into another stratosphere. That launched the Attitude Era. 
Yeah, that's a perfect did. match. That's absolutely. a perfect match. It, it was handled perfectly, and it was, it was it was handled really, really well done. So I'm I'm taking that one with you. I agree. I agree with you on the triple threat from twenty. I agree with you on. Okay, so we got so yeah, triple threat from twenty. You had Rock Hogan. I had Rock Austin too. Okay. I would take Rock Hogan. I would take Rock Hogan off and put TLC one. TLC one, TLC two. You mean TLC one was SummerSlam. TLC two. Yeah, TLC two was 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 absolutely crazy. Uh, another one. Yeah, I would take TLC. Another one you didn't say that I, I was a little surprised you didn't. Angle Shawn Michaels from twenty one. I love that match, but um, yeah, it wouldn't be in my time. Mm, okay, Angle Angle Shawn uh, from twenty one. Just eking outside the eleventh spot. Yeah, that's one of yeah. I can I can see why you would say honorable mention for that one. Uh, let's see here. So I've got uh, Sean Bread Iron Man, Sean Taker twenty five, Triple Threat from twenty, Rock Austin two, TLC two. So WrestleMania seventeen, which I always said is the greatest WrestleMania. They had two matches here, so that's five. I've got both of Daniel Bryan's matches from thirty because I think one's not complete without the other. So that's why I had to take both. Okay. So that that's seven. I took Kofi Daniel from last year because of the moment that it caused. So okay. I, so that, that's that's eight. I'm taking. So I got I got eight. I got two left. Angle Angle Sean. I'm pretty sure I mentioned of the eight. Angle Sean. Brett Austin. Let's see. I Brett Austin. I tried to do this chronologically. So um the first, the oldest one I have is Sean I didn't have Ricky and, and Macho Man that's, a, that's certainly probably eleven for me um R- Ricky and Ma- uh, the Steve Owen and Savage that's probably eleven so that, that barely missed so the chronologically speaking I have Sean and Brett from twelve I have Brett and Austin from thirteen I have uh, TLC two and Rock Austin from seventeen that's four. I have Triple Threat from 20, that's 5. Angle Shaw from 21, that's 6. Um, Taker Shaw 25, that's 7. Oh, so I got, I got room for... Oh, no, I don't. Both Brian matches from 30, and then Brian and Kofi from last year. So that's my, that's my 10. And the one that missed was, okay. was Savage and, and uh, Macho Man. That That's my 10. Savage and Steamboat. Savage and Steamboat, yes. Yeah. Um, from WrestleMania three, so that's that's the one that missed. That, that's the one that met. That's eleventh. Um, Let's do that for each of the pay per views. Um, here we go. Thirty minutes. We're half an hour. Thirty. Nothing's happening. Who's gonna make the first flinch? But she was at least moving uh, around the ring, kind of surveying the the, the scene. Who's gonna make the first flinch? But all right, so we can at least do um five for at least the the, the core four. We can at least do ten for the core four pay per views of Warrior Survivor SummerSlam of the other core those core four. Yeah. We can yeah. at least do ten. We can do ten for those. Uh, definitely. All right. Yeah. So let's Here we see. go. We're get we're done going. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna throw hands. Uh, they're they're no, but... inching closer to each other. Mm, and that's they're so bad. 
Wait, here we go! Take down! Take down! Take down! Vegeta with the takedown early. Shoulders off from that. Brilliant! Brilliant! We got a takedown! Yes! We got a half hour of nothing happening, and now the takedown, they kind of start the proceedings. Before they, before they lock horns. Vegeta's got, the, got a real good grip on the on the situation here. He's trying to pin his shoulders to the map, but it was unsuccessful so far. His right shoulder on the map, and the left one is staying up, so so that's why the referee's not counting. He's got, he's got the head locked in, though. He's got a solid head lock. Oh, there was some pin attempt, but it was uh, kick out of one. Oh, kick out of one. Another pinfall attempt, but a kick out of one. They're inching closer to the ropes, and... Nope, no clean, no. Didn't get there. Referee in great position. Referee is in, in, in tremendous position here, absolutely. Vegeta's just looking intently at the ref. But so far, nothing's happened here. Oh, uh, uh, and now we got a side headlock. That grip is in tight, too. Right. He knows what he's doing. Keeping the leverage. Mark, keeping the leverage advantage, making sure that he can't, uh, he can't break free as easily. Almost like he doesn't want to use the ropes. Kind of, sort of. Kick out? Nope. He got there. This headlock has been in pretty solidly. Now the shoulder's on the mat, though. See here, the headlock is still in tight, very tight. This point, Vegeta's playing for his next thinking at some point this headlock's going to be broken. It's just a matter of, hey, what, what is it? Man. And B, how is it, it going to get broken? But the grip is strong. The grip's been very, very strong thus far. So, so far, it hasn't been, it hasn't been broken. Hasn't gotten up with it either. Shizaki is, is struggling right now to, to do anything with his headlock. Should have grabbed the rope. He's keeping his shoulders off the mat to, to avoid getting pinned, but he's done nothing to really, not enough offense effectively to break the hold. Almost like an anaconda vice. Yeah, that's that's what we're looking at right now. For, we're real close to that. He doesn't, he doesn't have. 
Maybe he got pressure behind the back of the head, but he still got good pressure. Chilaki is not in a good straight right now. And now he's riding him. Drawing him now. Now it doesn't matter what he's going to do. He's been riding him. happened yet. Not even punching. And he's taunting him as he does it. He's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? He's like, he's taunting him as he's as he mounting him. And then he, he as, as, as the pressure, as Shizaki tries to do something, Fujita just, just like puts his body weight on him. He's just adding salt as he does it. Shizaki can't do anything about it right now. He's got total control. And I now now Fujimazabo was in his throat. One thing we didn't mention at all throughout this entire situation. Vegeta looks like he's got a good 30 40 pounds of body weight on him. Yep. He's got a good 30 to 40 pounds of mass on him. So he can legitimately lean on him like he's doing right now. And it's going to be very effective. One thing we really should have mentioned earlier. But I'm glad but we had plenty of time to do so many other things. So this was, it was pretty easily mentioned. Plus, if we can just get his point across Vegeta, fortunately for his sake, does get up. And Shizaki does a standing switch. Shizaki gets up now, and both guys are back up to a vertical base. The cameras have been shuddering pretty much nonstop for this entire time. Don't try to grapple with him, Shizaki. This is probably a bad idea, because you don't have the muscle for that. At least the muscle to bang with him. Bang with Fujima. But he may try. Both guys locking up. Let it be known, not a punch has been thrown in this match so far. And and then a takedown, basically a wrestling takedown. And we're back to where we were five minutes ago. Yup. Fujita basically got him on the ground. Yeah, the front chancery on him. The full time he had, had the mound. Mount. He didn't throw a punch. Nope. He, he could have. He, he could have he thrown bombs if he wanted to, but he elected not to. He absolutely could have. Now, now we had a slap. Now it's kind of a little testy. Yeah. Now you got the ropes. And we get a clean break. And Fujita's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> Essentially, the Japanese equivalent of that. And we back. The 
I'm gonna lock in. And nope, side lock. Uh, right there, lock. lock in here. Now we have our first shots of the match. They both shoulder tackle, but neither goes any, neither moves. Shoulder tackle, neither moves. Again, part of the course for the match. Somebody tried to throw a punch instead. Oh, back suplex. Oh, nice one. My Vegeta pretty much canceled out the back suplex he just took. He went for it, and I think he got it. Yeah, he got him in the test. And now the match goes after nothing happened inside the ring. They're actually going outside of the ring. Oh, no. Where's Vegeta going to take him? That's the question. The answer is into the barricade. I, I think we're going to get a tour of Kirk and Hall, my friend. It would seem that way. Sasaki with the block. Uh, table. The timekeeper's table. And Fujita tried to grab the title, but it was immediately taken away from him. Someone said he should take him in the gut and, get, and clubs him in the back. So is that- oh, he grabs the hand sanitizer. He just guzzled it. He just the hand sanitizer. <laughs> Oh, that, that burns that, that's not healthy. Oh, that burns if it gets in your eyes. How would you do so? How? That's not healthy. No, it's not. No, no it's not. He just contaminated hand sanitizer. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. So now they're going to the stands. And now they're going up now they're going up the uh the aisleways. We are really getting a tour of Cork and Hall. We are getting a tour of Cork and Hall. Fujima with the uh, basically slides his head into one of the exits, one of the railings. And now they're going down the stairs, and what would normally be the concession area, or the. Or... Yes, the concession area. Where the concessions would be at. You see. All the camera people are following them, per usual. They're going to an elevator. 
button. You legitimately press the down button. Okay. He's like, get back to the ring. You can't it. They're trying to get back to the ring. They're really, they're literally, legitimately on the concourse right now. We're, we're not making this up. They're legitimately on the concourse in, in Cargill Hall. You can see lots of like legendary photos and trophies and various things that have happened in the legendary wrestling building. Now they're going up to the second level of Kurgan Hall. If you haven't seen the inside of Kurgan Hall, and I, I have it, so th- this is a this is a good uh, way to kind of get accustomed to the building, I guess. Oh, you've seen Kurgan Hall many times. I've seen, I've seen Kurgan Hall, but but never in this format. As, oh uh, no. Pajima bashed uh, Rocky's head off a wall, and now they're going into the balcony. The balcony, yeah, they're going to the balcony now. Pajima's taking a very painful tour of the building. And he basically beats him up as he goes throughout the building. He's like, no! Reverie's like, Reverie's level of the building. The ref is trying hard to get them back in the ring, but at this point, there's no way of getting them back in the ring. They're legitimately, oh, that's 50 feet, that's 50 feet above the building. Um... Vegeta? Vegeta, you, you sure? You sure? You sure want to go this route? You sure want to go this route? Um. I don't know if no one moving to death. No one moving to death. <laughs> <laughs> death De- second degree murder. Why did this escalate so fast? <laughs> I love this escalation. Why did this escalate so quickly? Thankfully, no one was thrown off of that balcony, which is which is probably the best thing that could have possibly happened. And Vegeta actually goes down the stairs. They 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 teeth it hard though. Vegeta goes down the stairs, back at the ring. Dozaki is making his way back as he gets some water. That's actual water, thank goodness. Oh, let me know. Hand sanitizer earlier on in this match. <laughs> Dude, the chug hand sanitizer. Let it be known. Let it be known. Shozaki's got a pounding headache, but at least he wasn't thrown off the balcony. Yeah, that would have been a lot worse. That, that would have been so much worse. He's holding the, the front of his neck. He's holding his neck and he's in a whole lot of pain, but he's at least on the on ground level and towards the front of the and towards the ring. He is still in lots of pain. He's still in lots and lots of pain. Fujita is in control. He's kind of controlled most of this match since they've actually thrown hands. To be quite honest. I think the Boston next question is, is he going to, uh, how does this 
Sasaki get out of this? Is, is a question. How does he kind of establish control? Ouch. Or at this rate, does he establish control? The answer seemingly no. The answer seemingly no. It makes up for the crowd noise. It certainly does. Canada said that picture. These wrestlers legit had a 30 minute stare down before intensifying into a crowd brawl. Yeah. yeah intensifying into a crowd brawl, which almost ended in attempted murder. <laughs> yes! Let, let, it, let, it be, let it be known. We're, that's, not, that's we're, not, we're not making this up. Nope. Crowd brawl with no people. Crowd brawl with no people, and almost somebody getting dumped off a balcony. But for the most part, Fujima's dominated this match. And and Fujita drinking hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should also mention that. Um, there was there was a giant bottle of hand sanitizer at the timekeeper's table, and uh, Fujita basically chugged half of it. And and went to spit and. Shiozaki's face. face. We got a cover. And a kick out. We got a suplex attempt. Super A. One go. Nice. Nice flying shoulder. Oh, 
This is great! This is fucking great! And he got a bunch. Yeah, Chop woke him up. It did. And that knee basically obliterated him. Close line. German! Ooh, that German, that landing was not pretty. But he's back on his feet. Nice closing. Beating was why you couldn't call about that close up. Where are you at in the match? Fifty-five. Where are you? Oh, I was at fifty-two. Oh, okay, I, I go back three minutes. Oh, I went forward. Oh, there we go. That was quality. He took a fucking beating. Yeah, he easily has. Let go. Close lines. What the fuck? Did you get to the point where Cash Vegeta hit a fucking hurricanrana? Um, depends on where it happened. Nice close one. 56, 56 minutes. Okay, yeah, I passed it a little bit. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Oh, word! This dude actually did a <laughs> it was smooth too. Uh -oh. Okay. Rocky was solid offense finally. A pump handle back suplex. Looks for leg. Big dude actually did a hurricane. Let it be known. Maybe there was something in the hand sanitizer you drunk. I don't know. No, I'm not advising anyone to drink hand sanitizer. That would probably be bad for everybody. That would be bad for everyone. Come on, get that clothesline. That's water. They try. He's Suzuki's trying clotheslines. He's now and this is what to do, and then gets hit with one. Holy fuck! He got right back up. And he got smacked in the face for it. And you get smacked! 
forearms, chops, Suzuki with some chops. Serious chance. Why <laughs> This is why I got a match now! This is why I got a match! This is built up quite well. To think this was a 30-minute stare down. Based off of the brutality, based off of what they're doing to each other in this match, you see why. Oh! Fujima could barely stand. Fujita. He could barely stand. Kazaki's finally done so on the third attempt. When he got the three. Chop down the Bravo! Okay, am I in team for giving this four and a half stars? <laughs> I'd probably go four and a quarter on this, but it's fine if you gave it four and a half. I think. You can make a case, and here's the and here's the case for it. It <laughs> it had it, it kind of paid homage to what's going on presently. As it was going on in the times of social distancing and how they played, they paid homage to that. A 30 stare down, which is something I've never seen ever in any form of wrestling. And it literally, the competitors not move for a good 10 minutes. And not do anything for the first 30 of them. And then, oh my god, it was so brilliant. Completely. They went completely insane, and we almost got. And then they went bonkers. <laughs> they went completely insane, and we almost got attempted murder out of it. And then we got a solid wrestling match in the middle of the ring. So it, it's a, it's a scene. I say, I, I say, I say, go out of your way to watch it. Go out of your way to. This might be the most polarizing match of this year. If you don't want to watch 30 minutes of guys staring at each other, I get it. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But if you're spoiled on the 30 minutes of guys staring at each other, you get into it. <laughs> you, you, you get enjoyment out of it. Holy mackerel. Oh, that was the big hook behind all this. Oh, behind the, the Sonya Mandy thing. Sonya was the one that, that kind of screwed over Otis. Okay. That's the hook. Ah. And Mandy's heartbroken. That's the hook. Interesting. But yeah, no, this match is. It's gonna absolutely be polarizing. It's gonna absolutely be. Oh, they, they actually, they actually did do the change. Okay, they, they, they finally did the change. They did kicking and screaming, What's but it? they did the change of Goldberg and Strowman. So they, they finally, they finally did the change. Okay. Tonight. Yeah, they, they finally, they finally did do the change. The gra- graphic and everything, and the WWE's Twitter account, like the whole deal. It, they, they finally confirmed it. Did the change, the whole deal. So it, it is Goldberg and Strowman. So yeah, there it is. So that's a So that that did happen. So there there you have it. Um 
Yeah, so that's that's uh, now that match is at WrestleMania. Strowman, you're still going to have the, uh, the no no explanation, no build up, nothing. It's, it's, it's just cut to the chase. So Goldberg, they they, they really did mishandle this. They yeah. could they could did so much with it instead of just said, oh, we're just gonna put Goldberg and Strowman on the graphic and make it happen. And that's not handled properly. Anyway, this match right here, this match in, in, from Pro Wrestling Noah, it's absolutely polarizing because you get 30 minutes of nothing and then the last 25 minutes of chaos. Pure uh, brutality. Yeah, it, it's there's a lot here that is completely insane. There's a lot to digest with this match. Uh, Fujita basically beat the tar out of him for the latter 25 minutes of the match and ultimately lost. Which makes it just as just as wild. It's quite a thing. It is quite a thing. Plug your Twitter. Twitter.com/slash/beastmike is where you can find me. Yes, I'm going to watch what the, what could be an inevitable train wreck that is WrestleMania uh, tomorrow and Sunday. <laughs> Uh, uh, hopefully everyone continues to support their local businesses, shows love to the medical personnel and, and all those who try to keep everybody safe. Uh, I'm probably going to go Chinese food, I guess, tomorrow night uh, just, uh, to try to order before WrestleMania. And uh, But yeah, Twitter Conference Beast Mike, I'll be tweeting throughout the night. I'll be tweeting through, through all, all the stuff that's about to happen and kind of give my thoughts and everything. And uh, pretty much trying to stay sane during this crazy time. Yeah, twitter.com slash djdkooks. Um, yeah, I'll be tweeting about WrestleMania. Hopefully, me and Beast Mike can talk during night one. We'll or, see and night two. We'll see about night two, but definitely night one, I'll be fine. Um, night one, we'll definitely be talking. Um, we'll definitely be bashing the Twitter stuff and stuff like that night night two we'll see then it, it just feels so weird it, this whole thing so for for Beast Mike this is DJ Kooks that was getting the ring Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.